morning, Marcus. Don't know where anybody is. I can't hear you. You're on mute. Hello. Oh, good morning. Uh, yeah, I was going to go off camera. I, I'm going to. Um, the uh, um, we're on thirteen. Uh, Simon one eleven thirteen. If a person made a storeroom, he's not going to open it out until after Pesach. <clears throat> so then we need to look more closely at the timing to determine if he needs to search this room or not. If it's more than 30 days before Pesach, he doesn't have to search it, right? He filled it up 31 days before Pesach, right at the uh, 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 you know, at the storage site, he puts a lock on the door. He's not going to be using this until after Pesach's over. He does not have to do a bedika on it. Um, if, if there is chamit there in the storehouse, he should dispose of it. Or, right, and he rely on the effectiveness of the bittel. Uh, that he would nullify the, the chamit at the time, the right time. About imhu. So, or he could sell it, right? Or he could sell the contents. Uh, what if what if he has a store? He's renting a room, a storeroom, or he has a storeroom, and he fills it up thirty days before, but it's within thirty days of Pesach. He has to search it. Since we what we're doing now, we look into and we review the word, the, the laws of Passover within thirty days. We must search it. Even after the fact, let's say you forgot, you didn't search this room. Should empty out the storm and search it that night. Take it as soon as you remember. The Be'er Alocha says if that's very expensive or great, uh, a great effort, uh, you should consult a uh, halachic a, a person. So that we're talking about places, these kind of uh, uh, areas that they're not where we live, right? But they they might require checking, and so uh, uh, we we shouldn't assume we shouldn't assume that they don't require checking. Rather, we should always err on the side of that they do, and then look for uh, any reason why they might not. Uh, uh, but we should always assume lechatchila that they actually do require checking, unless it's something that's long term storage, etc. Let's say you make a stockpile in a pit. Okay, people aren't going to be doing this. Mechita sheina mechut matzim with wheat in a pit that's not chametz. The charkach machmatz lechut bevor, and then because the pit is damp, nischamsu that the wheat kernels that were on the floor they become chametz. Afa pishet artzan besach shoshim. Even though you stored them within thirty days of Pesach, einetzarik lefanos esabor. You don't have to check the pit. Belilio dalid aval dai lo bebitzel. So what you do is, what do you do with this pit of wheat kernels that you're pretty sure some has become chametz? Do you have to empty it out? It says no. What you do is, when you do the bit, when you do, because uh, 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 you know it's there, right? So you don't have to empty it out. When you're doing the the bittel after the the bidigas chametz, have in mind the the chametz at the bottom of this pit. Kevan uh, when you because when you stored the stuff. You did it in a permissible way because you weren't storing chametz, right? It was wheat kernels. Wheat kernels are not chametz. So you did it, but now, oh, it became chametz. So, so this is the solution. 
But let's say you had wheat kernels and some chametz kernels that you put all together at the same time. Then you got a problem. Uh, you have different uh, 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 factors which are going to be influencing this. You should actually ask a, uh, a rav because the, it's not clear what you should do in that case. Okay, it's, it's a strange case, but again, the idea being this. If you put away something which you knew was, was not chametz, but then it became chametz, it doesn't mean you have to go through the whole process of emptying out this storage area. You just bittle what became chametz. Okay, lo yashlich karinei tevua letarnegoylim b'makom lach. Toch shloshim yom apesach shema yishkach milavaram. So if you have chickens, it says you should not throw kernels of chickens uh, 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 to, the, to the animals in a damp area. You should put it in a not damp area so that if it becomes uh, damp and becomes uh, chametz, uh, um, you won't forget them. Uh, most chickens eat everything they can find, but it's a good advice not to put them out on the ground. Um, but if it was but more than 30 days, we assume that the chickens ate them. Okay, test Zion uh, and Simon 111. Somebody who's going on a trip before Pesach, okay? Which this happens quite often. Before you go on a trip, before Pesach, you should assign a shaliach, okay? Uh, um, uh, somebody to, on your behalf, okay? They should search and nullify chametz for you. We're going to look at that because this is not so simple. Um, you should tell this person specifically, that he's appointed him, to do the bedika, to do the When the agent says the bittel, he says, the chametz of so-and-so is, is uh, nullified. Also, this person who, who went on, who left town, wherever he is, Berv Pesach, Baboker, and he's Yvatta So let's say you go to a hotel uh, uh, for Pesach, again, probably not this year, but in years past. So just because you have gone to this hotel does not mean you don't do the the the, the kol chamira uh, uh, the, the all the chametz in my rishus. They don't the bittel. You still have to do the bittel, even though you're at a hotel or someplace else, and you have in mind anything that's back there. Your shaliach is also going to have the stuff in mind. But let's look at this a little bit more carefully. Um, so if you bring an agent, right, a shaliach, uh, um, this, this is an option. If Why do you need the shaliach? If chametz is going to be brought into the guy's property after the owner leaves. Okay, right? So I, I don't know, maybe he's got a store or he's got a business and he's accepting a shipment of stuff, right? He has to go out of town, but the stuff's still coming, okay? But let's say that he's, he's not, let's say nothing. You're like you know, many off, very often now, you're not getting any, you're not receiving any goods. You don't traffic in a nice way. You don't traffic in chametz or booze or beer, right? So, uh, uh, um, so if no chametz will be brought into your rishus, into your house or property after you leave, Okay. Uh, uh, instead of appointing a shaliach, 
you can fulfill your obligation for doing the B'dikas Chametz the night before you leave without a bracha. And this is the Ber Halacha, the Ramah. Okay, right? So you just do the B'dikas of your, of your house and then you close the door and you go. It, what if you're traveling more than 30 days before Pesach? Okay, so before 30 days, we generally don't require a person to do B'dikas Chametz. It's only with, if you're going to leave within 30 days of Pesach. Okay, but nevertheless, you're still going to need to sell any chametz that you're aware of, right? Just because you're leaving the premises, whether it's 30 days before or less, you have to sell the chametz that you're not that you're not destroying. Okay. Um, now, uh, uh, um, you you can also sell the whole house, as many people do, right? Um, and the and uh, when you do the bidikas chametz, you just sell the house. I, you, you know, uh, 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 and then you exempt the house from the obligation to have it searched. Okay, but so we'll say that again, right? If you're selling the whole house, the house doesn't have to be sold. I uh, sorry, the, the house doesn't have to be searched necessarily. Uh, uh, um, but you know, uh, uh, everybody should look at this more carefully if, if it's if it's their thing. Okay, um, now. The agent recites the bracha, right? If you're having somebody do your bidigas chametz, they say the bracha also. Uh, and there's a whole formula that they say, which is like the regular formula, but instead of saying my chametz, you're saying, you know, Bob's chametz. And um, there are some halachic authorities um, who say that the bitl chametz by an agent is not effective, okay? They say, no, it doesn't work. Uh, so that is why when a guy or a gal is at a hotel, he also has to do bit, the, the, the bittle. So you could have two people doing it and that's okay. Um, May I ask a question on this? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we, I'm going to an Airbnb for first Yontif near my parents, um, and I'll be there like an hour before Yontif or something. So what's the protocol? Like, I can't go and start vacuuming and, you know, I mean, I, I, I mean, I could, but. You don't have to, uh, uh, you, you aren't, you aren't obliged to do a Badika's Chametz on the Airbnb because it's not your okay. property, but you are required okay. to do a bitl chametz at the new place, just as a, uh, a, a precaution, but you would do the normal- So let's like take some bread and flush it down the loo or something. Uh, you Sorry. could do that, you could do that, or just look through your own possessions that you brought in, just do a double check. Uh, uh, but your own house, you would be required to check the night before Pesach and do the B'dikas Chametz and everything there, unless you're selling the entire premises to a non-Jew and you won't be entering it during Passover at all. Okay, so so so, so I, I would have to do a B'dikah or a Bittl when I get to the place. But only Bittl. So what would... What's like a derisive, like what would be the, um, what would fulfill 
Just you would just say when the you get to the place, like, I'd have to you just get have to get rid call of some. You just say the phrase in Aramaic or in English. Oh, yeah, it's just call Hamira. It's just call Hamira. Okay, sorry, of course. Call Hamira. Of course. That's right. Uh, that's right. it. Yeah, <laughs> that's all you have, have to do. And you... We have a new. Sorry. No, it's okay. That, great. That's a Thank great. You. It's a great question. And then, of course, if you're going back to your flat during Pesach, though, and you're not selling the whole flat, then the flat still has the obligation on Bedikas Chametz the night, you know, the the on Thursday night, and on uh, Bittel that night yeah. too. And you also would want to do. Oh yeah, I'll do. I mean, I'll do. Oh yeah. 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 And the the destruction of the chametz in the morning. But I would do just in case a bitul chametz in your new location, just as a precaution in the in the in the in the Airbnb. Even though it's not feel... your and it's not your and it's not your place. So, but if you do come across any chametz in there, it no. doesn't belong to you, right? So, so you're allowed to be in that house. Just let's say there's a closet with a bunch of pasta. You might want to just tape it shut. And I'll give them a bad review for having chametz. Right? Yeah, this place absolutely. Of course, possible. that goes without that goes without saying, right? <laughs> um, okay, no problem. So uh, now let's say you did your everything, right? You did it all. You did the checks. You did the this. You're you're stark. Everything you're supposed to do, but you still come up a way. We find out that you find chametz. So the next is what do you do then? If you find chametz, you find chametz during chomoed in your house, you have to take it out and burn it or flush it down the toilet. If there's a kazais of chametz that you found, you can say the bracha al bir chametz. By the way, this, yeah, okay. But if it's just, uh, you know, a few Cheerios, you don't say the bracha, you flush down. So let's say you find a yantiv. Okay, let's say you found it on Erev Pesach that fell on Shabbos. Okay, right, like this year. You're not allowed to move it. It's muksa. Shamdevim muksa. You put a container over it, until after Yantiv, or and then you destroy it. Unless you find the final days of Pesach. Now, after Pesach, holiday's over. You don't say any, any bracha on it. You just destroy it after Pesach without a bracha even if there's more than a kazais. Now we have a few notes on this one as well. Uh, um, you're not allowed to own any chametz, but we only do the bracha, right? If you have a kazais worth. Some authorities say that if you do the bedika and nullify chametz before Pesach, okay, and you find something on Pesach, then you don't recite the bracha during Cholomoed if you found chametz because you already mevatled that. So it's like, it could be a bracha levatala. So the Mishnah Bura, who's, who's like that, he says, no blessing should be recited, okay? Because you already mevatled that chametz. So you're, you're not getting rid of your own stuff. You're getting rid of ownerless stuff. And therefore, there's no bracha because the bracha is on your own stuff. Um, 
the Mishnah Brewer, that's just how he holds. Now, additionally, uh, um, when today you do a, a, a Mechiras Chametz, okay, you include all the Chametz that you have, even the stuff you're not aware of, okay? Now, let's say you come across a bottle of Mashka, right? You find a bottle of whiskey under your bed that you missed, okay? That bottle of whiskey doesn't belong to you. You sold it in your Mechiras Chametz. So you can't go and dump it out. You, you then now you're throwing out somebody else's property. So what we would say is you would take that and put it to, with the other chametz that was sold. If it's mux, if it's yantip, you worried that it's muksa, so then you would cover it like with a towel or a box or something like that. Okay. Um, so let's say this year you find some chametz now. Normally, right, the sixth hour of the day, that's going to be this year on Shabbos, you're not allowed to own any chametz after 1230, okay? It's a derisa, not own any. Uh, and, and normally, uh, uh, by the end of the, we stop eating it by the end of the fourth hour, okay? And this, so you can't burn it because it's Shabbos, okay? But you could move it or give it to a non-Jew or flush it down the toilet okay, or give it to a pet to eat, okay, uh, uh, um, now, what do you do after the sixth hour? Gets complicated, right? I suppose it's going to depend on where you find it, but uh, 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 we're, it's, it's, it's muksa, so it's a big one, uh, uh, we have to look at the laws of muksa to understand it better. But the, the goal is you don't want to come to eat it, right? So that's why you want to cover it for sure. And you can't burn it on yantif. You could flush it down the toilet. But we still have this issue as if you find chametz on, sat, on Shabbos afternoon, you know, it gets complicated. So just do a very good job, everybody, to make sure you don't leave out the chametz. Okay. Uh, uh, that ends the chapter on Badika's chametz, and and again I'll just repeat that everything that would normally be done uh, this on a normal Pesach the night before Pesach, now we're going to do it on Thursday night. All of these things get uh, 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 um, moved to Thursday night. Okay, uh, if you have any other questions, uh, we'll be together tomorrow and we can go over them. Everybody have a great day.